What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Max Fonseca. Welcome to the show, The Like Me Project. If you're returning, welcome back. If you're new, welcome. Take a look at some of our past episodes to learn a little bit more about what we're doing here and what we're all about. Guys, remember, pay the fee. Uh, there's no money involved. If you find any value in this, you know, spread the word, make an Instagram post, Snapchat story, anything just to spread the word of positivity about what we're doing here. Um, today, I have a very good episode because I feel like I've never talked about this. Um, so today I'm going to kind of go over my experience and what it's like and what the steps are to start your own thing, to start a company, business, side hustle, whatever you want to do, you know? Uh, so that's what we're kind of going to go through today. Uh, so just taking it straight from the top, here's how, it kind of, here's how I did it. So if you don't have a job, um, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of in a good spot. But you are going to need some some startup money, no matter what you do, whether you choose to provide a good or a service. Hint, you can't. You have to do both. It's not one or the other because there's a service in providing the good and your service can be a good. So they go hand in hand. You can't do one without the other. So here's how I started. So in my past episodes, I've talked about how I had that job at the audio shop in Atlanta, sweeping floors, doing whatever. So when I got the idea to start detailing, I was like, oh, I'm gonna just do that and just quit my other job. And my dad was like, no, you can't do that. And my dad kind of gave me the, the building blocks of doing this. So the goal is to start your side hustle. So that's what it was for me. I had my main job, then I had detail, which is my side hustle. So start that, but keep your job because you're gonna have consistent income coming in. Because when you first start your side hustle, the odds are making you know as much money or more, you know, right off the bat, it's very slim. You know, so keep that keep that steady income, and then start to develop your side hustle. So that's what I did, and that keep, so keep your jobs, keep that consistent income. You know, and then when your side hustle starts making more money, that's when, or more money consistently, that's when you can kind of, you know, decide whether you want to lose that job, consistent income, and pursue this, and then you pursue and scale. So that's kind of the outline. So we're gonna go into depth on that. So obviously you got to choose a business idea. You know, you got to choose something. You can't just say, "Oh, I want to do, you know, XYZ and not really have a plan." So you got to choose something that you're really pat. Choose something that you're passionate about, that you like to do. You know, nowadays you see all these people, you know, talking about forex, you know, stocks and Amazon selling, you know, start my program, you know, all all that stuff. Um, and there's a lot more that goes into it than it it seems, you know. You got these, uh, you know, 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old uh, experts and investors, you know. We see it in the little Instagram bio. They very, well, they very well might be. Odds are they're not. They're just getting played. But find a business idea. Find something that you can provide value to. That's what I do. That's what I did, at least. I, I can provide value to somebody in exchange for money. You can't just expect to put out a BS product and expect, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire a week. It doesn't work that way. If it did, a lot of people would do it. But it doesn't work that way. So find something that you can provide value with. You know, say you want to start clothing. You're providing value. You're exchanging uh, a good for monetary value, right? So when you're doing that, then once you have your idea, whether you know, I can't, I can't sit here and tell you, you know, 
what's the million dollar idea, what's the the big business idea. You have to figure that out for yourself. Combine passion and figure out how to make passion make you money, right? My passion is to serve people. I like helping people out. I found a way to do that. I clean cars, I get money for it. So find that and the next step is how to start it. So for me, I couldn't just start it. I had to go buy stuff. I had to spend money to make money, right? So the first step for me was to go out and buy the materials. I bought a bucket, a cheap pressure washer, some soaps, you know, some brushes. I think I said that before. Just the basics, you know, super basic stuff to go out and really, you know, do what I need to do. Excuse me, but I still used people's water, people's power. Nobody had a problem with that because I was doing something, excuse me, uh, they needed done. So if say so I'm gonna use clothing because I have a little bit of experience in, in clothing. Um, say you need to, you know you need to get inventory, you need to have stock, you need to have stuff in stock to ship out. So you're gonna have to have some money, you know, to to buy those things to get that, you know, inventory. Or you can take out a loan, which I really don't recommend starting starting out. You know, if you're first starting out, I really don't recommend that. Um, if your parents are help, are fortunate enough to help you out, you know, doing what you need to do, that's great. Um, the way I started out, my dad didn't help me. You know, I bought all my own stuff. I was very fortunate that um, that I did that and not get the handout because it kind of pushes you a little bit more. Um, so that's why when I was talking about having a job earlier, if you don't have a job, I think I, I got myself mixed up. If you do have a job before you start something, you're in luck because you're gonna have some money hopefully saved up or have something to kind of use some money from. If you don't, it's gonna cause you to do something. You're gonna to have to do some other jobs to get that money, right? So it's gonna push you even harder. Um, so then once you get your little inventory, then you start to you know, get things going. Um, social media is a great tool. Uh, I don't really have too much experience in social media because all my referrals for my detailing is through word of mouth. I do a good job. People talk about me. That's how that's how I grow. I do have an Instagram if anybody wants to check it out. It's Max Detail M A X Detail D E T A I L underscore M D. Um, that's my business profile. You guys want to check that out? See the cars I do. It's pretty cool stuff. But I don't really post on it. I don't really use Instagram as a platform to scale my business. Uh, I just have never. It's a useful tool, don't get me wrong, but I just never have, I just don't really find the interest in it to really grow it um, to where, you know, some people have due to time and since I'm in school, but um, social media is a great tool. So I'd look, highly look into that, you know, post daily, hashtags. Um, I wish I knew a little bit more to kind of tell you guys about it, but I don't. There's plenty of resources out there if you want to use Instagram as a tool, which I highly recommend you do, but mainly my, my advertising through word of mouth. So Instagram's a great tool, social media's a great tool. So then starting something, if you're gonna do an online store, there's a ad, there's a ton of information you need to know about that. Um, I have some experiences, I, I run a website, but you have to you know get your domain, make your website, keep your domain, get the uh, you know protection, security, and all that stuff. Online store, you have to register everything and get that situated. Um, but if you're doing a regular, where you don't need a website, it's very easy. Um, when you're first starting out, I wouldn't register anything through an LLC. I wouldn't worry about that because odds are you're not going to be making enough money at that point to where an LLC or really putting things on tax forms really makes any difference. It really doesn't matter at that point. But obviously, when you're if you do scale and you're making a lot of money, I would definitely get LLC insurance for whatever you do, and obviously do your taxes because you don't want the IRS coming after you and busting you for a whole lot of money for not paying, you know, five years of not worth of taxes when you're making a good amount of money. So 
definitely look into that. But when you're first starting out, don't worry about the whole legal action. Just do it. Just just get things going. Start making some money. Then focus on that maybe a couple years down the road. But then when you're making some consistent money and you're kind of, you know, you're getting in the flow of everything, then you kind of want to scale things. So for what I did for detailing, how to scale that, you kind of talk to people, you know, oh, um, so for my for the audio shop, they kind I work with them. So they kind of connect me to other people around the state or around the city. Um, other dealers that I've worked with, they kind of connect me with their clients. Other people connect you with their friends. So that's kind of how I scaled it. Through word of mouth, that's how I scaled it. But if you're obviously running some different, say you're doing landscaping, you know, Instagram can be a great tool for that. Um, this is obviously stuff I've experienced with. I have a lot of friends that do landscaping and stuff like that. You know, word of mouth. If you want to scale it, you know, maybe get some people to work for you. Um, I've never really taken that route because, one, my ego's in the way. Um, I know the work I do. It takes a lot of skill and a lot of attention to detail to do the work I do. So that's why I kind of keep it to myself, which kind of kind of slows things down. But if you want to scale, employees are a great option. Um, I would not recommend finding you know your best buddy to work for you because I've had experience in that and it doesn't really work too well because friendship and business, they can kind of get a little messy. And obviously at the end of the day, the friendship is more important than business. So I would kind of stay out of that, find some people that you can trust and then go from there. Um, and then when you're scaling, you got to make sure you keep on putting in the work that you need to do to get it going, right? So with with detailing, if I really wanted to scale it and bring on some employees, I have to make sure that level of attention to detail is there. That's how you grow. You have to keep everything consistent. How hard you worked when you first started out has to continue until you when you're scaling. It has to go through or else you're going to fail. You have to keep in the same amount of work, same attention to detail, same passion that you had when you first started to when you're a couple years down the road and you're growing everything. That's how it has to work. And just pursue everything. You know, if you're going to do something, do it 110%. You know, if you want to start something, your family's like, oh, I don't know. Your friend's like, oh, I don't know about all that. You know, it doesn't seem like it's going to work. It's going to take a lot of time, a lot of work. Screw them. Do the work. It's going to work out. If if you actually have a good idea that you truly believe in, follow it. What's the worst case? You, you know, put a couple years in and something doesn't work. Imagine the amount of knowledge you'll gain through that. I have learned so many life lessons through detailing and even through like me, you know, the stuff that kind of hasn't gone to plan. It's taught me so much. So even if it doesn't work out, you're going to learn a whole lot more than if you listen to those people who don't do it and just kind of bum around and don't really pursue anything, right? So that's kind of the whole the whole great thing about entrepreneurship is that you're always learning. If you mess up, you do something wrong, you're going to learn from it and it's going to help you down the road. That's why I love it because I've learned so much stuff through failure that it's taught me not to make those mistakes and how to learn from it, right? So when you're starting your own thing, it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough. You know, it's really, really hard. Um, there's a lot of a lot of, you know, self-doubt that goes into it, you know, a lot of things, you know, oh, can I actually make this work? Can I actually do this? And that's kind of hitting me now with like me, you know, I feel like I'm on a time time crunch, you know, while I'm still, you know, I feel like when I graduate college, it's gonna be a little bit tougher, but so that's why, you know, really just kind of trying to do everything that I can. But when you first start out, it's a grind to get your name out there and get established and really get everything going. It's, it's tough, but if you really want to do it, you can make it happen. Um, but you know, going back to some things I said earlier, the outline is find an idea, you know, feel like, you know, test it out with some people, see what they think about it. Some people are going to hate, but if people are like, Oh, you know, that's a good idea that you can do it, do it, put some money in, 
You know, you got to spend money to make money. You know, if you have a job, keep that job till your side hustle or your your new venture makes more than more money consistently than your other job, so that you can focus on that primarily. So you don't have a maybe have a hot month of you know you make a couple grand and then the next month it's uh, it's it's not doing too hot. So give it a give it a good little test period, make that consistent income, and then. If you need to, if you want to keep your old job, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to leave that and pursue that, go for it. You're making more. You'll have the financial freedom to do so because you're obviously your side hustle is making more money than your main job. So, but that's pretty much it, guys. So just to recap, here's how you start. You find something you're passionate about, something that you can combine passion and money, but you also have to think about, you have to put serving other people and providing real value over money. Once you do that, you don't chase the money, but you chase how you can actually help people and and impact their lives positively. That's when everything starts to really click. And that's what happened for me. So once you do that, make sure if you do have a previous job, make sure if you're going to completely ditch that job, that your side hustle or your new business venture is making more money consistently than your old job. So you have nothing to worry about. Then keep on putting in the work, grind, do your work diligently, make sure you're doing everything right. You know, and if you want to scale it, make sure you find people that are passionate. You know, keep on keep on providing real value. Find people that also think the same way, that are not just chasing the money, but actually want to help people and believe in what you're doing. And then just make sure everything's going smooth. Make sure the passion's there, the value, and just the heart. That's really what it's all about. But once you do that, your money, and you said you'll be off to a great start, and you're going to be learning a whole lot. But that's today's episode. I hope you guys found some value in it. Um, come to you guys next week. You know, take care. See you guys.